everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the one, the only fan club dedicated exclusively to effects pedals. That's right. You're listening to the effects pedal fan club podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Vince. And if you love effects pedals and hearing two buddies talk about them, you are in the right place. You are amongst friends. Vince, how are you doing? I'm good, man. Life's crazy right now, but uh, in a good way. It's crazy because we're planning for a trip very soon. We are planning uh, for a trip very soon. <laughs> that is very so pedal-related. Yeah, and because I'm going to be gone, and I'm I'm not gone very often, like uh, my schedule is usually so open that like I have stuff like every day of the week going on. So I had to like move move stuff and like do a week's worth of stuff in three days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're basically just pl- playing some sort of shell game so that yeah. in the, the place yeah. we're going to, let's just talk about it right now, we are headed to NAM. This is going to be the first yeah. ever Effects Pedal fan club field trip to NAM. Yeah. Super excited. I'm so and, pumped. Uh, yeah, and it's funny. Sheena was asking, she goes, so what is NAM? And I was like, I'm going to be honest. I don't 100% know. I was like, I know it's a music convention, a lot of uh like pedal companies amp companies guitar companies uh obviously they have drums keyboard all these other you know audio engineering stuff like it's kind of a convention based around that stuff other than that i don't really know much about it and so it's going to be like a full-on experience for me it is going to be a full-on experience it's like the only place in the world that like you could um go downstairs and see like a booth of like um, maybe somebody selling like bullhorns and sirens and then uh-huh. like turn the corner and have like Alicia Keys playing a concert to like, you know, 50 <laughs> people who have gathered around at a Yamaha keyboard booth. It is crazy. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a thing for sure. And I really hope it comes back strong, especially after the, you know, the lockdown that we've had. I know it was back last yeah. year and it was kind of getting at sea legs and this year, um, I think it's going to, I think a lot of people are coming. It's going to be super exciting. So yeah. in, in this episode, we will talk about our expectations. Nam. we're going to play a little game of uh, guess the, how many steps we're going to take. And, um, we have some pedal news. I think we need to get mm-hmm. into, I, I don't know if it's been associated with Nam. It just seems like the, the pedal world operates independently from the national, um, association of, is it music makers, music manufacturers, I think is what it is. Um, so before we get into Nam, we've seen a lot of things happen in the pedal front. So Vince, have you seen the new, two, I guess, what, two, three new pedals that have dropped this, this week? I have seen at least one. I might have overlooked other ones. Uh, I mean, the one that I know about is the, new, the JHS. Oh, the JHS Lizard Queen? Yeah, JHS Lizard Queen yep. is, the, uh, is the big one that... Uh, I knew about what are the other ones um let's see I think universal audio just dropped three new pedals uh, like a compressor like a dual compressor that can be run either in series or parallel right which I think is interesting yeah also I thought you'd be really hip to that since oh yeah um, you're on a compressor journey I think it's called the yeah. U- universal audio mass m-a-s-s maybe oh, okay yep and I think the idea that you can run them in this is the compression in series or parallel makes things real interesting. Oh, for sure. I mean, any pedal that kind of does 
uh, series and parallel options is just so cool in general, especially just like I, I and knowing the difference of what those do to totally like, obviously series being like one cascading into another and parallel being like basically it splits and runs them both simultaneously. Yep. And then you sum them at the end. And so yeah. thinking about like your need and your desire for compression where you retain yeah. your pick attack, but kind of maintain that sustain. Yeah. That parallel compression might be real interesting. Yeah. That, that's almost exactly what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. And it's funny too, cause I just, um, I've been experimenting a bunch recently with, uh, open tunings on one of my, on like my strat, I tuned into an open tuning, which is F A C G C E. Mm -hmm. And so it's a, I mean, um, and so I've been playing around with that and the kind of tone that I'm going for requires a compressor, a very, very light drive edge of breakup drive mm -hmm. and then reverb. And that's it. Oh, Vince, like, I can't wait to hear this. That's like the tone. And so it's been really cool. And so I'm like, the way that I have my compressor set up for my normal rig is almost, um, isn't dialed in for what I'm trying to go for with that sound. And so I'm like on a whole other journey of like this, like side tone quest of going <laughs> after this. Super, I love side uh, tone quests. Yeah. Um, but yeah, super red. Like I, I'm, that sounds awesome for like a compressor. Yeah, I was I was stoked about a scene at that. I think that was like what kind of jumped out to me. And then they also have something called maybe it's the Galaxy, but it's basically a, a kind of a space echo type emulator. Um, so multi head um, space echo, echo. So very maybe similar to the Volante from Strymon, um, the RE two o one, not the RE twenty and the RE. What's the new one? Anyways, from Boss. But you know that whole oh, kind of space yeah. echo thing, right? Yeah. And then um, in the other pedal news, uh, you mentioned the Lizard Queen, which I think was maybe the most interesting project. It, it, it basically, I think it transcends just like the release of a pedal, just the genesis mm -hmm. of it and the intent behind it. And if you're not yeah. familiar with it, so the Lizard Queen was a collaboration that started off just as a fun project between Josh Scott, friend of the show and Daniel danger, um, teeny media empire. And so, you know, they're both really great effects pedal collectors and Daniel danger is also a graphic designer and kind of into like typography and things like that. And so they decided to like go back in time and make a pedal that would have approximated maybe something that EHX would have done back in the seventies. So, uh -huh. um, if you look at the, so they made two of them, one for Josh and one for Daniel. Right. And then uh -huh. I, EHX got word of it. I don't know if they got word of it. I'm sure they're all pretty tight, but they decided to actually create the circuit and release it. Right. Oh, uh -huh. so it's a octave overdrive. So immediately I was like, obviously I need to, this is, this is going into my quiver. Um, yep. it so they, they released it. And what they did was they made a thousand of the original kind of big box EHX units that they based the project on. And then right. they and it was a... similar to like the, the big muff enclosure type one, right? Where it's a yeah. really large enclosure. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's exactly. So it's like the, you know, the big box EHX pedal. And then they did yeah. like, then there's a production run. It's like going into production as an EHX pedal. So, 
Um, so cool. So cool. And I think the when they released it, you could, you know, the only there's only a thousand of the, you know, big box uh, custom EHX enclosures, and then the pedal itself, you know, is really modestly priced. It's like ninety nine bucks if you just go through yeah. through your local pedal dealer, and I mean an octave overdrive. And if you've read if you've read about the pedal, the way that the blend works is really sensitive. The octave blend is sensitive to how much gain you're running. At least that's what it said on the the uh, spec sheet. So okay. I think this is going to be a great pedal, and this I wonder if it's going to knock my like FZ two or whatever off the board. Yeah. Um, hmm. So I think that yeah, was just like a that's a fascinating project, right? Oh. Just to like yeah, yeah, really cool. Like archaeology of pedals. I don't know if that's even the right discipline, but you know, just to, like <laughs> reimagine something from the past. I think it was just like yeah. super, super brilliant, incredibly creative, and like just to get it done and then get it into production is amazing. Oh um, yeah. Also, their video, I don't know if you saw it, like just them jamming in the JHS headquarters, but just surrounded by lizards. <laughs> Have you seen it? I did. So I good, did right? see that video. Yeah. So good. And like <laughs> the music's even just like perfectly, a, a, you know, matched for the pedal. Um, so, you know, hats off to JHS uh, for doing such a cool, cool project. And yeah. then um, based on our last conversation, Vince, the uh zach from mythos pedals dropped that um yeah the new joey landreth mjolnir joey yeah. Landreth signature mjolnir and and remember we talked and i was like i ordered it the minute i got the email but i don't know if yeah. i ended up i so word on this i wasn't sure if i ended up on the first batch or like the second batch you know the pre-order yeah, yeah. batch first batch you're like i was in i was and in then we got you got the email about like oh hey we've started a second batch but you never got like a confirmation of like hey you're in but we had to start a second one it was just you were just like i don't know where i am but i'm i'm in somewhere <laughs> i'm in somewhere and i was the first yeah. batch so like uh, kind of the limited edition colorway um it's really cool and it's definitely different than the wildwood spec milner that is like is it my milner yep it's um maybe a little more gainier a little kind of hairier around the edges or something um interesting yeah, and I, I'd love I, to be able to A B test those and kind of wow. see the differences. That's really cool. Yeah, we well, we're basically just like a, a Nam show away from getting together to do that because like I have a bowl on my board right now, and um, what's what's interesting about it is like I I, I kind of deciphered it because I read a bunch of the comments because there was a lot of questions on Instagram and you can go find Mythos Pedals on Instagram and check them out. But there's a lot of questions about what's the difference between like the the Wildwood spec and the traditional Milner, and he said there's no charge pump in it. So I think maybe it doesn't operate at 18 volts. So maybe it doesn't have the same headroom or something. Um, hmm. Again, we're not pedal builders, but that's just, just yeah. My I'm guess. not sure what that means. Yeah, I don't know. What that means. <laughs> yeah. So um, or maybe is it you similar just... to like a fuel pump where it like has to collect the electricity and shove it into the pedal? I think that's what it does. Okay. Um, yeah. Cause that makes it just, sense. Because you give it nine and it gets makes 18, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just it's just all witchcraft as it's far all, as I'm concerned. It's all witchcraft. <laughs> so those are the three pedals that I saw drop this week or last week within the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, there, uh, there was one other thing that I saw that I wasn't sure if it's a new line. I actually didn't research it. I just like I I had seen it from uh, Flipside's reel, um, mm. from Flipside's Instagram uh, that the Walrus Audio did a fundamental series. Oh, what's that? Which is similar to like JHS's uh, the oh, three, the three series. series. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and so it's just like they're very basic uh, pedals with a very simple design, and it's just like they have like phaser and chorus and delay, and they oh, might have tube screamer, but they have. Are. Yeah, and what's um, and they're just kind of like all of the pedals that you would need, and it's a a, a series that's supposed to be like kind of uh, more affordable and just simplified, is from what I can tell. No, this is this is great. I'm actually looking at them right now. So yeah, what, so they have a they're cool because they're slider based versus knob based. Which I, I know that was the thing I was going to mention. Yeah, they they don't have knobs. They have uh, sliders, and I thought that that was really cool. Yeah, they've got um, let's see a reverb, a phaser, a trim, a distortion, and a drive. And I'm not sure if that's the full series, but that's what's available at Flipside, which. Um, yeah, these are cool. And they're all like, what, 99 bucks? They're not premium like crazy at all. Like they're all reasonably priced. Oh no. Yeah. 129 for some of the, uh, time-based stuff, but like 99 for all the drives. Yeah. Um, uh, on reverb, I see that they have a fuzz, a chorus, uh, reverb, phaser, distortion, delay, tremolo, uh, drive. Oh, they got a delay too, right? Phaser delay. Okay, I don't see the delay at the um, side. Oh no, there is. Yeah, there's a fuzz, and a delay, and a chorus. Yeah, so there's like all of the things that you would possibly need. I'm into this. I think that's, uh, I think so that's I'm, really cool. Yeah, and I'm a, I love Walrus audio pedals. A lot of the times, I mean, the only reason I don't have a ton right now is um, because I don't have the money to buy a bunch of them. <laughs> Well, now like, you do because they're cheaper now, Vince. That's right. So I'm I'm really excited to try these out because like the, all of, uh, all of their products I've tried. Have, I mean, obviously high quality and they sound awesome. Um, we've tried like the slow, which is like oh, the, what a great what a great reverb texture reverb I mean, that is. That's amazing. yeah. And then uh, the descent is in yep. the clubhouse. We've jammed that quite a bit. Um, their Ju- Juliana Julia. Yep. That chorus is, um, is the chorus yep. is so good. Um, I mean, those are the kind of standout ones for me. And then they've like their drive and distortion pedals. I've tried, um, I want to say dark horse, but I don't think that's right. But they have like a, I can remember like a lot of the pictures on theirs. Cause they're very like the, their art style in, um, pedals are pretty unique. So a lot of times I remember what's on the front of it and not necessarily the name of the pedal. Right. Yeah. If you were like asked to, um, what pedal that was, you would just draw the graphic. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, it's the one it's... with like the woolly mammoth on the front. Yeah. yeah. And not, it's like, Oh, that's the monument. <laughs> yeah. The trim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, they, he has one with like, uh, a bull on the front, which is like one of their newer drive pedals. That was like a version two of one of their old ones. Anyways, really pumped to like try out some of these. I don't want to go on too long of a tangent just cause no, uh, that's great. Those are, I, those are great. Those are great shouts. I totally forgot about that. I'm, I knew I saw those uh, pictures of yeah. them. I didn't know what they were. Um, yeah. but if you do also Vince, um, if you go to a uh, flip side right now, um, they have, wow, they got a lot of new, um, effects pedals used in there. They've got the, They've got the plus ultra fuzz that we always talk about. So it's it's there oh. and used. Yep. Uh, the particle red panda is there. They actually red have panda. an analog man astrotone fuzz pedal for like normal prices, not crazy prices. 
Um, so yeah, jump down, jump down to Flipside if you're in Colorado and go. Well, actually, they ship anywhere, so just go get yourself a uh, a nice pedal. Yeah, um, check them out online. Yep. Um, so that's kind of all the news uh, that we have in the pedal world. Um, a lot of stuff's going to come out. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of stuff after Nam as well. But let's yeah. jump into Nam right now. Let's let's get into it, Vince. Um, yeah. If people you you described it at the beginning a little bit, but it's the I believe it's called the North American Music Makers Show. Um, and so, like you said, Vince, it covers everything from guitar manufacturers. Uh, amplifier builders, effects builders, uh, keyboards, trombones, clarinets, drums, uh, maracas, uh, percussion of any sort, uh, sirens, yeah. uh, bullhorns, like loudspeakers. It really covers the gamut of of, of music, and that's that's yeah. what it is. And it happens, I think, twice any, a year. Any noise making uh, piece of equipment, really. <laughs> it does. Any any noise making. Just it's really a noise making device conference. Um, yeah. there's two, uh, there's two of them. There's winter Nam, which this one is. And then there's the summer Nam, which happens in Nashville. And I, it, it's traditionally the, this one is the larger of the conferences because it, oh, okay. it, it, I think it takes everything in, but the Nashville one, I've, my understanding is a little more kind of guitar focused, just being in Nashville. Uh, so okay. we we'll, maybe we should yeah. hit that one up too. Um, and for you, for everybody out there that doesn't really know how it works, uh, we're on media credentials as the effects pedal fan club. They, they know we're coming as on the field trip. You can't just walk in the doors. You have to be cred, uh, accredited or credentialed. Uh, and then you start getting emails. So many emails from, they just basically send your email to everybody that's at NAMM. And then you just start getting emails from these people. So uh, it's a little overwhelming, right? Vince, cause you saw the, the map, right? It's a massive, oh God, massive yeah. show. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's in the Anaheim Convention Center, which I've never been to, but um, the first person I was like, yeah, I'm going to a convention in Anaheim. And they were like, oh, is it at the Anaheim Convention Center? And like they knew of the convention center, which I didn't realize it was a uh, like a landmark for <laughs> yeah. such occasions. I mean, uh, but Disneyland I mean, yeah, is the only thing I knew of in really Anaheim. Yeah, uh, but it's, yeah, it's massive and... Um, I mean, I went over the map just looking at all of the tables and sections for half hour, 45 minutes and kind of making a list of, um, things that like we want to go check out, um, because it is only a three day thing. It yeah. goes Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, our main portion spent there is going to be all day on Friday um, we'll fly in Thursday, scout, spend all day at the convention on Friday, um, and then we'll fly back out on Saturday, but we'll ideally hit up some of the convent as much of the convention as we possibly can on that day before we fly out. But um, because of the time <laughs> time frame, we were kind of forced to make lists of must-sees, um, but... I'm really hoping that we'll have a ton of time to browse around. I have no idea what uh, what kind of time we're, is going to be eaten up when we go to a, a spot where like, oh, we got to check this spot out. We could end up spending an hour and a half, two hours at one at one spot if we find something cool and we're, you know, they're checking something out. Who, I, I, who knows? Uh, who knows? Um, it, it, um, it, it's, so, it's crazy that they actually, because you're, I mean, you're basically presenting like a very overwhelming... Uh, 
like project, they actually, yeah. they, I mean, they have an app that you download that lets you plan your NAM visit. And so what's like, and then you can, uh, uh queue up interviews and time with spe- specific artists. And then I think that's kind of the neatest thing about it that I'm most interested in is they have several different, uh, stages. It's almost like a little mini music festival where a lot of yeah. endorsed mm-hmm. artists are performing or playing or demoing. Uh, so I'm really excited about, about that as well, but it's a yeah. fairly, I mean, it is an overwhelmingly lengthy schedule. It's daunting. I'm a, like light nervous. Yeah. I've actually just committed myself to that. We're probably going to miss some things, but we're going to try to get sure. to as much as we can. But it's, it's, uh, a hundred percent going to be like, we'll kind of go in with a loose plan and we're just going to wing it. Like whatever we're feeling, like if we're going and checking out a spot and we're like absolutely loving it, don't want to leave, like we don't necessarily have to, but there's like, we'll kind of, um, yeah, we'll be on the wing in it portion. I'm sure most of the time, which there's nothing wrong with that. No. I mean, I mean when you're at a convention like that and, uh, like I don't have any other like, uh, prior responsibilities that need to be taken care of outside of, you know, just being there and experiencing cool stuff. So I love it. So speaking of that, let's, 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 let's just talk about like what our expectations are. Like, what are you stoked to see? What are you stoked to learn about? Who are you excited to, to meet or hear or whatever? And then uh, I'll do the same and then we'll play the game of how many steps (laughs) and, um, we'll wrap it up. So Vince, what are you most excited about at NAM? Uh, the number one on my list is actually, um, Aristides guitar company. Um, and I might've mentioned that company on the podcast might've been last year, but it's like, they are a company from Europe that makes guitars using zero wood. It's all their like, own composite material that they've created that resonates like wood but doesn't warp so it's like all the positives and none of the negatives of a wood guitar they're very uh modern but they are going to have a booth there um and these guitars are they only do custom guitars they don't really have like a line of guitars you can buy um and so that's like one of the things that i'm really excited to go see because i don't i still have yet to see one in person yeah um, and so really pumped about that. Cause I think it's, if I had to have a dream guitar, it would probably be that company and it might change. I've never held one. I might like hold it and be like, I don't know if I can play this might not fit, you know, my hands or my play style or who knows, but, um, that's like my number one. Um, outside of that, I'm really excited to go see some of the pedal companies that are there we we had a list and i don't have it up in front of me um but uh hopefully get to talk to a lot of builders um and maybe some of the pedal engineers from some of the larger pedal companies that um are out there and i think it'd be really interesting to kind of get um see if what they do and how they create pedals and um is similar to like kind of how these these smaller companies uh do it if it's you know uh, do they get ideas based on um, another pedal or where they get their, um, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Like inspiration, inspiration from? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, like, because, uh, I mean, uh, Wonder Effects, all of his pedals are usually made 
100% by ear. He's not taking like a sound and then trying to like make it his own. He's he's just doing 100% until it sounds the way that he wants it to sound. He doesn't really uh, copy a schematic in, yeah, yeah. in certain terms. So, I mean, I, I don't know if there's a lot of other companies that do that. Yeah, I'm actually Either, yeah fascinated so. about that. I you, what's what's interesting to me is like, well, I'm I'm just hoping to connect with other builders so that way we can bring yeah. those builders' voices and their ideas and everything to the fan club members. Um, yeah, and just so you know, we can connect with them, kind of share their stories, what's inspiring them, like you said. Um, my I think my biggest like I kind of have like a like a one maybe two two legitimate like yeah i can't wait to do that and then one kind of ethereal one uh-huh. um i definitely hope like i think um mick taylor from that pedal show is going to be in attendance so oh, the, cool yeah anderton's um the captain mm-hmm. and pete i think are going to be there uh zach from mythos is going to be there um josh scott's going to be there um yep. so it's just going to be interesting just to like cross paths and just see the See our friends in the real life that we just know on the internet. I'm ex- really excited yeah. about that. And then uh, I, I am also. I don't, I'd hate to interject. Sorry, but yeah, I'm also it. very excited to meet Josh in person finally because I know that you've yeah, worked yeah, with yeah. him before and talked yeah, to yeah. him and met him and um, I've like had conversations with him, but I've never you know met him in person. So oh that, yeah, be you'll also be surprised because you'll be like he is so tall. Yeah, like, <laughs> I remember you telling me that. so tall. Um, I mean, he looks. It kind of feels tall, but like when you meet him, you're like, whoa, and like you like shake hands or hug it out. Just like, it's one of those like weird, like he comes down to your level, like I'm hugging the earthlings. <laughs> um, super okay. great guy. Yeah. So it'll be, it would be great um, to meet, meet those folks. But then I love, I, I have this hope for like the Friday night concert, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like we get like some sort of secret handshake and we get to see, I don't know, like Mike Campbell, the dirty knobs or just some weird concert in Fullerton or just like that mm. weird, like. Yeah, you know, just the kind of unexpected life experience that's driven yeah. by a shared love of music and effects pedals. That's that's really what I'm hoping for is the Friday night concert. But I mean, okay. it could happen or not. I think if we maybe if we run into Josh, we might be able to go to the Friday night concert. I don't know. <laughs> he probably knows where the Friday night concert is. Um, yeah. So that'd be like the big hope for me um, beyond just kind of just connecting and bringing like our fan club to a to a larger audience or excuse me, bringing the builders to the fan club and just kind of expanding that audience and that mission of celebrating what we call the effect battle. So super stoked on that. So, okay, Vince, I know we're going to be coming up on our time here because we've been kind of, we were like, Oh, let's talk about NAM. And then we had a lot of pedal news. Um, let's, Oh, my cat just jumped up (laughs) right behind me for those, for those listeners, uh, Justin, Justin and I can see each other. We don't do uh, video, video releases, yeah. but uh, his cat just jumped in, is on the top of top of his chair, chilling. Yep. Chilling, yep. <laughs> um, runner, runner is his name. All right, Vince, how many, let's just work, let's just focus on Friday, not total. How many steps yeah, yeah, do you yeah. think we're going to take Friday? And we're going to have our yeah, yeah, iPhones running with the health app, so we'll be able to measure yeah. it. Yep. Um, you know, I'm... I'm trying to base it on the idea. So like when I play golf in the summer, I oh, 90% walk the golf course. Okay. Like I, unless the course doesn't allow walkers, like if it's a mountain course or whatever, I tend to walk. And so I'm thinking I get somewhere between like 16 and 20,000 when I walk 
a golf course, which is about five hours. Granted, that's also like almost just continuous walking for five hours straight. Um, also, everybody should know that Vince is a really, really good golfer, so he's not like chasing <laughs> balls everywhere. It's like he's just basically <laughs> walking the length of the hole and then going to the next one, whereas I'm just like, I'm going to go look over there and then look over yeah. there. So, yeah. I, I try to spend as little time wandering as possible. That's usually not good for my score or my wallet because I like to bet what I pay. But anyways, um, I want to say here's the other thing. As I think I can only guess my own. I don't think I can guess yours because I also have uh, – I'm a shorter person. I'm 5'4", and I'm mostly torso, so I have short legs. I get – way more steps than other people. Your RPMs are going to be way higher. I have really short strides. (laughs) So that's the other thing is like where I get 16,000 steps, my buddy will walk a golf course and get 12,000, 13,000. Okay. Um, I think I'll probably get 30,000. Oh, shoot. Okay. I imagine us being on our feet from seven, eight in the morning, right? Yeah. And if we're at the convention all day, we'll we'll have lunch somewhere. We'll kind of check it out. If we end up finding a cool Friday night concert, uh, concert, like we're going to be out late. And I'm talking like a you know, 14, 15 hour day of potentially being on our feet most of it. Mm-hmm. So that's my guess is uh, 30,000. I was going to say 22,000. But if we throw in the Friday night concert and like fingers crossed it happens. Yeah. Oh, man. That's also your logic is super sound that you like, <laughs> calibrated your walking to your golf game. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say like you're pretty accurate. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with, so I, I think let's just, let's just fingers crossed. We get, get Friday night lights or Friday night secret concert and get the secret yeah. handshake. I'm going to go 27,000. 500 okay yeah all right so I think that's a good guess yeah we'll check in after nam and just see where we land 100 uh, yeah yeah um i think that's it then vince i'm we gotta yeah. figure out we'll figure it out offline how we're getting to the airport tomorrow but <laughs> yeah i, gotta, I gotta, probably shouldn't discuss yeah, all yeah. that stuff <laughs> we got a pretty good we got a pretty good boarding group though right oh yeah awesome yeah. that's just because i fly southwest so much they basically just yeah if i want to fly the plane i probably can like I'm on that aircraft all the well, time. Well, that was the other reason I was like, it'd probably be easier if I was like, why don't you just get our tickets and I'll just pay you for it? Cause yeah. like, I'm not going to be able to get cool stuff like that. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. I fly once or twice a year. And so I'm not, I don't have uh, any partnerships or programs for flying. So, well, I've got uh preferred elite superior. I don't know what it is. Status uh, for, <laughs> yeah. Um, top dog, status. top dog, top dog um, on Southwest. <laughs> So, Vince, we will see you tomorrow. We were going to be at NAM uh, starting tomorrow, right? We're going in for the recon, and then Friday's our big day there. We will yeah. keep everybody appraised of the situation on the Instagram, so at Effects Pedal Fan Club. And you can call the hotline if you have messages for the builders. Call us at 1-609-800-FANS, and we will get the word out onto the NAM floor. Anything else, Vince, we're missing? Um... You know, not that I know of. Um, oh yeah, I made. We got us hoodies made for Justin. Oh and I. yeah, yeah. Effects Pedal Fan Club hoodies. I can't believe uh, Shauna thought I was an extra large. Huh? I can't believe Shauna thought I was an extra large. I thought that too. I could have seemed a little like, weird, right? Yeah, I was like, I feel like we would both be a large. I like yeah. 
I like large because I usually wear them over multiple layers sometimes. And yeah. so I like, I like, I like a little bit oversized hoodie. Uh, but I was like, XL seems, I was like, you're taller than me, but I don't know about that. I don't know about XL taller. <laughs> I don't know about XL taller either. So um, if you see us out there, um, I will be the one uh, in the very large uh, sweatshirt. <laughs> Vince will be in the one in the fairly fitted sweatshirt. Um, and then also Vince, I think sweatshirts at the NAM show might be a mistake because it's going to be hot. But, I will, uh, you know, I thought about that this week as it got warmer outside. So we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. We can always cut the sleeves off and do like the sleeveless hoodie thing. <laughs> oh, Vince, I didn't even think about that. I love sleeveless. So if you see a sleeveless, if you see a pair of guys in matching sleeveless sweatshirts, uh, you know we're the fan club. Yeah, right. come say hey. Come say hey. Uh, yeah, if you see us out there, I'd love to chat with you. We're super uh, approachable, love hanging out with people, talking about effects pedals, as you can tell. Um, all right, Vince, I think that's it. We'll see you in the morning, and we're off to Nam. What do we tell them, Vince? Yeah. Uh, yo, if you're thinking about getting that pedal, um, you should definitely go buy it because right. there's a space on your board. <laughs> there's a space on your board, always. All right, I'm <laughs> Justin. I'm Vince. We'll see you after Nam.